0: Inspiration Nation. Hello, it is Lee Kemp here for another week on the podcast, as always, with Ron Boniface and Jose Neuer carving out a bit of time for us in his very busy schedule. We do appreciate it. How are you doing both of you?
1: Yeah, good, thank you. I can't believe you said that after last week's debacle of turning up late. Who, hey, me?
2: not even like averagely late like fashionably
0: two three minutes like what's an hour and 10 minutes between friends Eh? just cannot believe that we we and why we we're hanging on for ages
1: anyway carry on
0: we thank you everyone for downloading watching us on youtube listening across podcast platforms and of course follow us on social media at listen to i n listen to t o i n quite a new quite a few words and we can say new follows in the last few weeks so we appreciate that helps get the message out there and whatever service you're listening on if you like us if you're a regular listener please please leave us a review it helps get more momentum for the podcast so i just very quickly before we talk about the show i just wanted to do a little follow-up to last week because last week we talked about my whole um, ignoring judgment philosophy and what happens if you don't let it get in and I've been putting it into practice the last week. So several occasions where I would have possibly thought someone was judging me and I put it out of my mind, took it they were doing good intentions. I don't know whether they were or weren't, what difference it made, but I tell you what, I felt better about myself. That's fantastic. Um, specific example, and it was quite a few of these. And I was noting as I go, oh, this will be good to reference, but I can't remember all of them now. But there was one, I went to a museum in a foreign land at the weekend. And as I went through, scanned my ticket, said, thank you very much. And the guy, in a in a cockney, a fake cockney accent was like, oh, cool, cheerio, mate. And I, and I think I possibly could have would have taken that as, oh, I sounded a bit stupid and feel a bit insecure. But I didn't. I took it that he was being quite funny. He was making a joke with me. We had a laugh and I carried on about what I was doing and no more stress about it just one example and there's lots of little bits like that where I thought I'll take it as good intentions and I'll push through see what it does to my confidence my own self-worth I think it's helping and That's I'll give a few little updates where it goes but I've been really conscious about putting it into practice
1: so can I ask you a question just quickly before we start really on a scale of 1 to 10 how were you feeling before and a scale of 1 to 10 now after you've implemented what you've done it's so
0: And the way I'll put it is I don't have it on now, but I have a watch that is made by a company that uses fruit as its logo. Apple. Indeed. And people always ask, oh, is it good to have it? And what I say is that if you've never had a smart watch, you won't miss what it does. It's not like you say, oh, you have to get it for it, but once you've had one and you get used to it, you wouldn't be without it. Mm. And I'd say it's the same with this. That I, I wouldn't say that before I had this concept I'd be like oh you know I put my happiness as a seven out of ten and I've gone up to a nine because I think I was quite I was good mm-hmm. but I'm just like a different type a more enhanced version of good now doing this I think I love it and that's Does that makes sense
1: part. yeah
0: that? Yeah. a I feel so more confident in myself I push through not worrying about stuff so much and just being conscious to push on do it obviously it's not 100% of the time but I'm just making a few notes to myself of oh that would be good to put that into practice now and
1: I'm going to keep doing it and see how it goes. Bloody love that that's fantastic that's really good that keeps the of that that's brilliant I'd like to keep an eye on that because you know actually I have I've not been conscious of it but I think I you know I want to see how this experiment goes and uh, I want to be more conscious of it as well so I think if we can all do that be good
0: absolutely thank you joe right this week on the wheel of conversation we have no wheel when it's a set schedule but on the wheel of conversation ryan boniface is up i believe what do you have for us this week my good man
2: so usually when, when it comes around to me um having the conversation is it cushion is it when you have an intervention somebody somebody gets a cushion and that's when they're the only person that's allowed to talk It's a weird reference. I don't don't know.
0: Like like a little stick or something, yes. Yeah, yeah, the the
2: conversation (laughs) stick or whatever. Um, Usually when it's my turn to hold the conversation stick, I like to talk about things that kind of uh, are unrelated to our usual topics because I like to mix it up a little bit. Um, This week, however, I'm going to go back true to form. uh, So a conversation I think would suit our usual platform and, and the stuff that we normally talk about. And I want to talk about Um, and I don't really have a title for it and that's that's where YouTube geniuses come in I guess but it's it's a conversation that revolves around what do you do when you get conflicting advice or a conflicting position on something you think you've done Uh, have you ever had somebody say uh, Joe that piece of work was absolutely fantastic well done and then the next day you're coming to work big smile on your face and somebody says that piece of what you did joe was absolutely terrible why have you done that um and you what if you have had that kind of what how did that make you feel Mm
0: -hmm.
2: who do you believe
0: Mm
2: -hmm. and whilst there is taking positives from both scenarios how do you how do you let that if you do let that affect you how and in which way and I know we can have the conversation about one person's opinion may not be a reflection of you but mm-hmm. if they're genuinely doing their best to help you and that's the opinion they formed
1: mm-hmm.
2: then how how do you navigate that really good like that
0: Lee do you want to jump in first sure and, it's, and I, <laughs> I jumped a bit you said not to say and I hopefully it doesn't but i within rolling workers work it involves a lot of people leadership and stuff like that and i i always try to i would say always careful to but i always try to or endeavor when i'm talking to people especially when it's people for the first time is to say that a big caveat on the start of this is a lot of this is my my opinion and my perception and my lens on the world and not everyone sees it in the same way i do particularly when it's people who would I talk about, oh, look, here's a good way to report up on this or to show this or demonstrate this or communicate this. I said, I can give you my view of what I do. I can give you my view on how you interact with certain people. But actually, everyone's different and there's no right way and there's no wrong way, but you've just got to, you know, take what you like from this um, and add it into what I like to call, and I've not used this for ages, but I, I like to refer to myself as a buffet learner. So I take a bit from here and a bit from here and a bit from there and then I smash it all together into my own thing um so uh, so just by saying there are you know there's bits to take from everyone everyone will have a different perception and a different lens you know based on their own experiences based on the message they're trying to put across based on what they're doing with people and you know as someone who gets different feedback in different ways from people and things. You know, sometimes people want something very specific. Even people can do it. Someone will want something very specific and then something will change for them. And actually they might want something, you know, that very specific thing changes quite radically later because of another reason, uh, whatever that may be. So I think it's it's important to know, I think, in in any context really, there is no right and there is no wrong there's a lot of opinions and a lot of subjectivity and it's what you can take from that and what you put into your own, your own self and how you use it. What, what are your thoughts from that Ryan?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think that's, I think that's fair and completely justified. I think, I think it's, it's difficult when the conversation doesn't necessarily and this was going to be a follow-up question but i'll bring it now this does this does uh, we're talking about it in a context where it could be off of a piece of work what if it's about and i'm a firm believer in personalities and behavioral types being completely different things somebody's personality may not be the behavior that they show um what if the comment or the feedback or however you want to describe it uh, is around your personality rather than some work you've done now um for a bit more context on this that I quite often say and I think I don't know if we've had the conversation on the podcast but Lee and I have definitely had this conversation where there's um a work version of ourselves and a social version of ourselves and those are generally quite different people because we just know I think I have spoken about this on the podcast just know how to present yourself in a different way and I'm conscious that I try and bring the better versions of that those two personalities if you like to both sides um Okay, there may be there may be some points where you miss as 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 anyone would, but um, I had some feedback recently that really made me think, kind of who do I believe in terms of that perception of myself. Um, I mean, specifically, the conversation was was around my own self awareness, and you guys have often told me that you think I'm really self aware for my age, and I'm and I'm really good with it. That's something that I take forward, and I'm quite proud of. The feedback that I had from um, a project piece that I'd done was that the people didn't think I was self-aware at all. Um, I think the comment was you're actually one of the least self-aware people I think I've ever met, which is actually quite a a, a deep comment. Mm
1: -hmm. And I can
2: take those things at face value and I can kind of go, okay, fair enough. Uh, If that, if that's your perception, that's fine. And then it resonated with with me a little bit because the person that gave that is somebody that I generally look up to. And I was like, well, who do I believe? do I believe these two idiot friends of mine that I talk to once a week socially about what they think of me? Obviously I don't think you're idiots. I'm only joking. Or do I believe this person that I respect and work with or work you have worked with in this scenario? And I'm not quite sure where I stand with it. And again, other people's perceptions don't have to take an effect on me, but you, you are worth what people essentially tell you you're worth. There's also that piece to it as well. So i've i've i'm left feeling a bit conflicted um i think what lee you said just because i've gone on a massive tangent if you like i think what you said around the the work piece and how it may be good for one person and your advice to people can only gauge what you've learned is completely valid and completely fine and i think if this was a work piece that sense check and that that advice is hugely appreciated from anybody that that's kind of thinks you're worth your metal you know um but i'm just i don't know it's left me a little bit confused
0: so i recently at work something i think it's a really good thing as well so we've recently done a series of um 360 feedback which for people who don't know listen or watching is where you you get a uh, feedback from a, a spectrum of people so people you work alongside People who might report into you, generally your boss, other people at that level, you know, try and get five, six, seven, however many people to give a view um, on you and what what they think. Um, and that, you know, then that it's, it's a good way then for you to identify um things. And then I was talking today about my own feedback as well as feedback that I'm gonna be giving out to people and what we do with them. And it's really for you know for personal development plan and stuff. And what you get on there so there's two points to this one is it's quite a broad spectrum so you're kind of rated from like you never do this you rarely do it you sometimes do it you do it most of the time and you always do it and within the same category I've got people who say that I always do something and I rarely do something on the same question and it's and again it's back to the people's lens thing so number one is you will always get a spectrum of feedback and and a lot of that is and the reason I think it's it's relevant for you're saying is it's it's personality, behavior, a lot of it is behavior. Does this person do this? Do they not do that? And I say, there is a broad spectrum of it. Some of it will be reflective of what people see. Some will be people's own view on things. It will be the lens that people see through. And, as, and I think also people see different things at different times. So whilst whatever, you know, behavior A, are they using your thing like self-aware, we talk to you in a very specific context here and we've seen a lot of learning over the years and there's, there's things we talk about and you can see it but that doesn't mean in everything you ever do that might come across or be you know I don't think I don't think behaviours are finite and so same for myself the way I act if someone came to me with something as much as let's like say it's not the case sometimes my response to them will be reflective of what I've got going on so I might have more patience or less patience or something or more understanding or less. Understanding. And I do it, I'll reflect. And sometimes I think, Oh God, I'm, I think actually my response probably wasn't what I wanted it to be. And it was because I was pressured or whatever else. So there's, I think there's a lot of things that go in, but someone who I gave that less than desirable response to won't see the other 99 out of a hundred things. They'll yeah. just see that one. And then that's their, yeah. their field of vision on it. So I don't, i suppose it's but back to the bit i said at the start is i don't think things are always black and white so i don't think there's one true answer for who you are who who anyone is and i saw that in my feedback and the other the other thing on the 360 is important and this is part of me when i'm going to be talking to people and me taking on my own is some of it may just be down to perceptions mm-hmm. some of it may be complete and actually people's perception is as important as the factual thing if that makes sense which takes you back to be our saying on how i do or don't respond on things so i do think there's a spectrum to behaviours and personalities and actually it's quite this is why i think 360 feedback is strong is you can get different perspective from different views and then you kind of aggregate that all together and it's whether you know things are reflection as a whole or it's how certain scenarios are interacted or certain people um, and I just I think there can be, you know, in terms of you you're saying how do you take conflicting things, you you've got to make your own assessment on it, or anyone listening is in the same position. I know I do myself, decide what is and isn't. And I think it's just a reflective piece, is actually, you know, if you think, and I've done this with my TVA, if I don't think that's me, where have I given situations to give rise to that might be the case? And how can I, I learn that? And I was ironically back to the stuff I was saying at the start about the concept in my head around judgment. I thought the same with the 360 because there'll be things from that that'll implant themselves in my brain and I'll be more conscious of them in my interactions with people than I would have been before. And it's only because it's kind of put, and it might not be all the time. It might just lift where I had, you know, three people give you a four, three people give you a three and two a two. It might just move them all up a level. If that make sense?
2: Yeah. I think also with your 360 and Joe, I do want to get your your point on this. There's a bit I want to touch on. I think with your, with your 360 is that, you could have ticked somebody off right before they completed it. And their opinion of it, you yes, is fully justified it, on the last interaction they had with you. Yeah. Um, and in fact,
0: that person I might've only had five interactions with and they yeah. got me all five of them were on a bad day or whatever yeah. else. And it's
2: Those all, things all do five happen. of
0: them might've been when they were having a bad day as well. And it's jaded it. And you, this is why it's, it's, it's all subjective. I think very, yeah. very subjective.
2: I think, um, and something I've learned in the last few weeks, um, is that i thought and i'm I'm, i've always classed myself as a charismatic motivator we've had these conversations on the podcast but i have like analytical strands i have analytical like tendencies and definitely one of those is like a list i I sometimes or i had i had done a, a list of things that i need to do to be able to take um the next step whether that be at work whether that be at life or whatever and it's one of those that i thought in this specific example my self-awareness was was ticked and boxed off and not that I never had to worry about it again but it was something that I had to give less attention to because other areas of things that I want to work on on myself maybe need a bit more attention and I was like okay well I I could that's boxed off I can put that away and that's gone in the completed drawer of my imaginary filing cabinet that's that's in the done bit um but now I'm like, well, do I bring that back out? And I think something that I've learned over the last few weeks quite quickly, actually, is that the things that I need that you need to learn aren't one liners. They aren't they aren't a simple be more self-aware. Done. Tick that off. It's how to be more self-aware in a conflicting environment when there's very various challenges from left, right, centre, backwards, forwards in all types of manners while things and outside of your control are going to affect your opinion of it. And all of a sudden you're like, and that is, that's the bit that I knew, I knew, but maybe I was a bit naive as to the application. Um, And that hasn't changed or deferred me or unmotivated me to better myself or to, to move or improve my position. It's just, sometimes these things aren't aren't taught to you and, and sometimes rightly so right sometimes rightly so you need to learn these things and walk into those doors and you know bang your nose and go ow that hurt how do I improve that um and that's and I think that I think maybe with this I have banged my nose on the door and I've got to find the key to unlock it for want of it oh you
0: you made a lot out of that analogy there I like right, I look
2: i do my best
0: I like I like the banging notes on the door, by the way, thing, because it's sometimes, and this isn't your thing, but it's, and I see, you know, I'd use this analogy if I'm talking to my kids and I might steal that one for them, is sometimes you could you could have a big blinking arrow that says, if you push this door, you will walk into it, you need to pull it, they'll still walk into it, because, yeah. you know, and it's, it's only once the consequence is there that you have a point of reference to then... Yeah. Move on. It's the same, it's started your self-awareness. like what you said uh, oh, it's ticked off, it's in a drawer. Because for me, it's almost like once you're aware of that skill, it's always there. You're always carrying it with you because mm-hmm. you've always got to be self-aware. And almost our computer game, it's almost like oh, I'm a level one now at that. And then my level and actually as your other skills grow, that has to grow as well. So you're yeah. constantly checking yourself and yeah. you know till you get to level whatever. I suppose you don't,
2: you don't touch a kettle twice do you so that's that's <laughs> another one once that's another <laughs> one yeah but but you learn more if you touch it once than if you don't touch yeah, it at absolutely. all absolutely I'm full of analogies today
1: I like um, it
0: I like them all
2: Joe um I appreciate it. I've not really come to you on this where do, where do you sit
1: yeah I really like the conversation don't touch the kettle twice really like that um it sort of goes back to that thing you can't tell people what to do right because They don't want to be told what to do, right? So it's sort of like banging your nose on the door. So going back to your first thing is um I read a book by Ray Dalio and thank you for TikTok joining. Really appreciate you. Um thank you. Is it James Kane? True true joined. So a lot of joining, which is great. Thank you. And a lot of a bit of follow as well. Kind of user and lots of numbers, just followed. I can't even remember the numbers. Thank you for that. Bit of feedback on there as well, by the way, right? I'm not going to say that out there. <laughs> I agree up. wholeheartedly, though, Joe. Head over to TikTok if you want to I'll see. Go, what I'll you're go about. with you, Leonardo DiCaprio. I love that comment. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Ray Dalio said, "Whoever gives you feedback first, you've got to look at the weighted feedback. What authority do they hold to give that to you? You know, where, where is their skill set? Do so they have that authority to say you're the least?" self-aware person ever that i've ever met that was what i think you said right firstly how self-aware are they do they have that where's the weight? if they're if you in your mind they are very 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 self-aware in your opinion and they demonstrated it not just once but on three or four occasions you can probably say yeah they're probably very self-aware person so that's a question you've got to ask yourself. I think Ray Dalio's like, you know, because people give a lot of opinion and a lot of feedback, but where is it coming from? I think somebody that's that self aware probably wouldn't
2: use the terminology that that person used.
1: Right. Right. So you can start to sort of unpack that a little bit. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is intention. What was their intention? You know, what, what, you know, what Lee was saying. What happened just before that? What's happened during? To give you that. So you know what if the intention is to help you, would you would you would you give it in that way? Right. So if there's that, um, uh, What's the other thing I want to say? Um, the, the lesson for these sorts of feedbacks and things turns up like the banging the nose on the door. Turns up in different disguises. So if you do have to learn a lesson, say it is that self-awareness thing, you know, we all, like you said, it's not taught in schools. Um, it should be taught in schools, by the way. I think I'm very strong about that, that actually self, I wasn't self-aware until something massive happened in my life on my separation. And okay, the case, I've still got a lot to go. I, I'm self-aware to a degree, but I still think there's tons and tons to go. Like you said, Ron, right? We, we think we're self-aware, but actually we all get hit with things that make us think Oh, maybe I'm not as self-aware. Perhaps this is one of them, perhaps it is, maybe, but it depends where it comes from. So that's my other thought on it. Um and the last thing really is for me is is how you did a project, you delivered it. I suppose a question for me is um, in what In what context was this delivered? And how did you process it when it was delivered to you? Um,
2: I got a lot of feedback at once in this conversation. So it wasn't something that I immediately jumped at. Um, If we look past for the for the sake of the conversation let's look past the words that we used right let's look past the you're the least self-aware person i've ever met and let's just say that 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 line was something along the lines of um you're not a self-aware self-aware as you think you are or i don't think you're that self-aware right let's let's put it in a in a more in a more neutral term i think yeah. that, that for, for argument's sake yep. uh so what was the first question what was the first part of that what context was it given in
1: Hmm.
2: it was given in a conversation following some work that I'd done um in relation to to my understanding of how to do a certain couple of tasks I don't want to get too far into it um in this forum but I'd done some work that um was going to get feedback come back from it I knew that from the outset so it was a learning piece if you like um and uh in doing so um I anticipated some feedback and as I say I, I I half expected a list of things that I could box off in six months and um put in the shelf or go, go back to the teacher and say look I've done my homework it's all done and then um get a, a green tick or whatever um and as I say I've learned in that in the in a, the last couple of weeks or so that 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 comes around in a much different manner. Um, It was it was given as part of a conversation to put in a plan in place to better myself and look better moving forward. So there were good intentions. Um, I believe there were good intentions and they told me there were good intentions. And I've got no reason to believe that the the intention wouldn't have been positive. um, Because a lot of the other feedback that I got is actually really quite positive. So that's probably why it's quite standout right because i've got quite a decent bit of positive feedback and nobody when when you get a cop, when you get feedback like this nobody really focuses on the positives do they like i mean you can lie to me and tell me that you do but you don't you think about all the the terrible things they said about you or you know not the terrible things but the progressive things
1: that's a learning curve, right there
2: it's yeah yeah no, no no true but you, you i don't think anyone in their in their real mind at a first glance and first reflection will look at the positives they'll say what do they think i need to work on um and that's where i am maybe in a month's time i'll look back and go you know what what they said about xyz is actually valid um, and i am good at that um so yeah that that was the context that it was given in um and sorry the second part of your question i know i briefly answered it
1: so I, i'm just thinking about what you've just said and my next question is really about what did you say when they said that? Or what, or what no? Let's just, let's let's what could you have said when they said that? A lot of things that I can't repeat on a
2: podcast. Um, okay, well, well, give us what no, you no, think, no, did no. You... I, I, I think I. I mean, your fight, I think when the when the conversation comes in that in that manner, it triggers for me like a fight or flight response in a way. Okay. Um, what I did do was say, okay fair enough if that's what you think that's fine i didn't say i disagree with you i think that i am um but i did say that before they made that comment that's what led them to that comment i said oh, "Well, i think i'm quite a self-aware person actually i don't was the, was how that conversation went so i didn't really challenge i said i i think i probably apologized and said something along the lines of i'm sorry that that i've come across in a way that isn't reflective of who i am because that's not that's not fair um it, is, it was never my intention to come across as somebody that was a challenge or difficult or, or anything other than what I was intending to be, which was understandable, knowledgeable and wanting to learn, which is, you know, I, I don't wake up in the morning to come to work and be um, a phallic object. I come to work, <laughs> I come to work to do a good job, to learn and to do the best thing I can. I'm doing my best to not swear. Um,
0: so... I'll have to tick that sweary box otherwise. When I yeah,
1: it, the 18 plus one. But the thing is I wanted to get to, Ryan, and it's, it's really important, it's, and it's really difficult. It's a bit back in the podcast when I talked about, okay, tell me where I suck. Or tell me where I am very poor, right? Mm. Like opening up that box. And I suppose the antidote to this is, is, is when you get that, and I'm going to tell you this because I was going to coach this through, but I'm going to tell you, is when someone says things like that, you need to say, talk to me about that. Tell me more. So then you can get their thought process behind the reasons that they just said that comment, because one, you're either going to get, I just said it because the, what you just said to me triggered me, because yeah. it might, have been. or two is going to be, okay, I didn't put that in the right context. This is what I mean. Did you, the conversation, you na- the conversation wasn't geared up
2: for that kind of conversation. I, I anticipated the conversation would be lighter, probably more positive based probably um you missed on abc you nailed xyz quite well i think Mm -hmm. you need to do efg a bit more to get the abc to look a bit better Mm -hmm. um that was where that was how i anticipated the conversation to be and it was maybe a little bit more hostile than that not because they were aggressive or i were aggressive but i think I think what I wanted out of the conversation wasn't what they had intended to give me out of the conversation. And it um, it didn't escalate. We didn't give, you know, we didn't come off of it um, slagging each other off or whatever. But it was just it was just went in a different went in a different avenue than I anticipated. If it were a conversation where the planned feedback was to point out things that I was poor at then yeah, I would dive into that conversation or I would at least expect them to justify that comment and, and give me some something with that. Um, but but yes, I, I think I think it, on another day, I probably could have sat there and said, where's that come from? Um, but it was just, I think in a way, it took me aback a little bit. I didn't anticipate to come to get that. Um, and I think the subject that it was on, because it's always something that I've held myself in a higher regard for. And having that was a bit... Um, disconcerting a little bit off-putting maybe
1: is was this a recent <clears throat> conversation is it quite recent
2: yeah it was this week what day are we
1: thursday yeah it so was this week sometime so it's clearly struck a nerve so a couple of things is what could you do now because it's clearly something that you're holding on to so what could you do now to address that in a way to go back and Say you told me this, and I've been thinking about it. Talk to me more about the reason about that. And so my next question is, they're considering that, and then asking, because it's how you're holding on to it. What could you do differently now to help you?
2: That goes back to a th- the first part. It's not a conversation that I think would be not not able to go back on because i mean you could but i mean that's not what it's there for
1: um well, I thought having that because it's clearly done something
2: things i can't really disclose on the podcast but that's fine okay. um so that okay. that in essence isn't really an option however what was the second part you throw me off my course what could you do differently now What could i do differently now uh it goes back to what we were talking about last week of me always wanting to prove the world wrong Um, and that really triggers that in me thinking now what can I do that really triggers that in me to be like just just go out there and we'll just go out and just prove this person completely wrong and there are some scenarios last week that I completely agreed with Lee with and I was like yeah maybe I could stand off of that this is one that I don't think that I I will or could um I think it's in my personality that, that not that I will fight that Prove that person wrong, but I will go out and not give anybody the excuse to say that about me again.
1: What do you think needs to happen then? What, what, what's 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 the what? What is your initial plan? What would be your initial action to address that? What would be what's coming to mind?
2: I think I need to take stock of what was said a bit more because, as I say, it was only earlier this week. So I need to take a stock of a bit more of what conversation entailed and what was around it, and kind of how it sat. Um, then see if it's worth it's 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 weight in in toffee me entertaining it based mm-hmm. off of what you said earlier
1: yeah.
2: um and then just being self-aware of my self-awareness for want of a better phrase just being aware that i need to be more aware you know i think if if i take it back out of that completed drawer and put it back into my to-do drawer, then mm-hmm. you know that might do it but it, but again in a way and i know we are running out of time that that has its own negative connotation on me because that's a regression. It's a progression long term. It's a pro- it's right. a regression short term, and that's something that
0: okay.
2: I would struggle with because I because I feel like. I'm not at a place where I feel like I am regressing I don't feel like I'm a worse person than I was three months ago I don't feel like I'm worse at my job than I was three months ago but in doing this does it mean that in
1: 12 months time I'll be better than where I am now I don't know sound like a little bit of belief there about I feel like I'm regressing when I have to put this joy in the to-do so it's around thinking about what you're thinking about yourself in the moment you are a different version after that conversation. You're a different version right now after this conversation. What, you're, you're making a judgment call on, am I better, am I worse? Is it about you know, what value am I getting from this? How can I grow from this? It's what you're doing right now. You're growing because I'm putting it back in my to-do drawer, which is a great thing. And thinking and reflecting, going, okay, what do I need to do now? Maybe to prove this person wrong, to have that conversation perhaps, to reflect and say, is, is it a I do need to have? And ask them, tell me where that, you know, Talk to me about when you said this. These are all things that will, will address that issue and will make you grow and become more self-aware, right? Because you would have had that difficult conversation. And it's about having that difficult conversation that will make you grow. But it depends on what you. How you, what's best for Ryan. So take an action. Like The reflection sound like an action. Reflect on that and then think about the next step about how you can, you know, deal with that and, and make it something that's going to help you help you become better
2: yeah um i'm conscious of time i've got two minutes I'm and 17 it, I'm seconds the corner of my
0: bdi we'll do we'll do takeaways and be um wrap up and stuff the only thing i just and we touched on it earlier the only thing i'd say support of it on the ride is i think when you said the regression bit is I don't I don't think that would be the case I think self-awareness is always I said I think I don't think that ever goes in the drawer I think that's always there you can't say I'm it and that's it and I don't need to look on it again because we're all different versions of ourselves at different times during the day for different reasons mm-hmm. um, and I think that reflectiveness I think is once once you once it becomes a concept it's always there it's always out there I don't think you ever master it and we all
1: slip including myself we all slip back with that sometimes me too absolutely we all get hit on the nose by that door like you said and touch the kettle and you might touch it but the lesson's going to turn up in a different way this self-awareness lesson has turned up in a different way from someone else and it just threw you a little bit we all get it we all it all happens to all of us and yeah don't
0: walk into the door whilst you're holding the kettle because it's yeah the burnt arms everything it'll be awful but that i think that i think that the self-awareness never goes away would be my takeaway from today jose quick
1: we are a minute and seven seconds Take away from today if you're going to get like ryan said if you're going to get that opinion where's that opinion how weighted is it where is that authority coming from if it's self-awareness how self-aware is the person's giving the, the advice on self-awareness that's my takeaway mine is that you and
2: don't touch
1: that? the kettle twice <laughs> Nice. <laughs>
0: I like that. Everyone out there, we thank you very much. Check us out social media at listen to IN, listen T O I N. Um, check out Joe on social media, Jose Noya, Inspiration Nation, stick it everywhere, and of course InspirationNation.org.uk for all your merchandise. And I'm gonna rush my mug into the screen quickly and breathe. Cool. Right. Anything else, guys, before I sign us off? Yeah, you've got less than 10 seconds, I think. So, three, two, one, Inspiration Nation. Catch you guys later. later.